William Shakespeare wrote 10 of them. The most famous ones being Hamlet, Macbeth, and Romeo and Juliet. I'm talking about tragedies. Stories that just tear your heart out. And tragedies usually have this in common. Someone really important dies at the end. Already when you start, you know what's going to happen. It's no secret. There are signs and foreshadowing all the way along. In this sense, the life of Jesus has a tragic element. We know starting out from the day Gabriel tells Mary that she will be the mother of God's son, we know he dies at the end. It's already written in Moses and the prophets that this will happen. And from time to time, the Lord would remind his disciples of that very thing. It happened once that there were some Greeks who had come to Jerusalem to worship at the time of the Passover. And they pulled the Apostle Philip aside and they said, Sir, we want to see Jesus. And Philip took the message to Jesus. But instead of going off to meet with the Greeks, Jesus answered to this effect. We're out of time now. Don't you know that I die at the end? This was only going to come out one way, Jesus said. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains by itself. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Jesus' death was inevitable. Just as a seed is buried in the ground and covered over, so Jesus would fall to the ground in death and be covered up in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. There was no turning back or changing this course of events. And his death was a necessary death, too. Think again of the illustration of the seed that Jesus used. If the seed only stays in the sower's bag or in the package from the greenhouse, nothing ever becomes of it. Its purpose for existence is never realized because it never creates a new plant. A gardener does not say to people, look at my beautiful garden, and then show them a collection of seeds on the table. No, a seed exists in order to be buried. It must go in the ground. It must be covered over with dirt. It must disappear from view for a time where it cannot do what a seed is supposed to do. In a similar way, Jesus needed to die. This was why he had been sent by his Father in heaven. He would undergo not just physical death, but especially eternal death, to suffer a separation from God, a torment reserved for the devil and his angels, a torment that each of us deserve ourselves. 
because of our repeated trespasses against the commandments. The whole world deserved suffering in hell forever, but Christ was appointed to suffer and die instead. Jesus' parable of the seed in the ground and the necessity of his death is not only a picture of his death, but it reminds us of ours too. For unless Christ returns first, none of us will escape the grave either. As Psalm 23 famously says, I go through the darkest valley, the valley of the shadow of death. Our lives are always hanging by a thread, as they say, and each heartbeat could be our last. This can be hard for us to accept or even imagine when we are young and healthy especially. But the death of a Christian is necessary too. Like a seed that will not spring up to flower and grow unless it is first buried in the ground, so we will not rise from the grave and spring up with a glorified body, ready to behold the beauty of a new earth, unless we first experience death. These bodies must return to the earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, so that the Lord can rebuild them without the stain of sin or its effects. We die at the end, too, so that the Lord can raise us anew, raise us free from sickness and disease and weakness and every kind of evil. Jesus died at the end, and so will we. This is how it goes, and at first look, it can look like a tragedy to us. In a way it is, but this is no Shakespearean drama this time. The death of a Christian is a victory for God and a testimony to the glory of his name. Praise God who offered up Jesus on the cross and then raised him from the dead the third day. Tell of his greatness from day to day and from generation to generation. Amen. Hymn 206. 206 verses 1, 4, and 5. 206, 1, 4, 5. Thank <laughs> you.